0: Hello and welcome to Find Your Fire with John V. Denley. I thought I'd give you a little introduction to today's podcast as it's a little longer than normal, um, just over an hour, but don't worry, it's a very engaging uh, conversation, very very much worth listening to. It's a discussion between myself and my friend Monica Vrablova about depression and anxiety and how we both coped with it and how we overcame it and how you can uh, do the same following us. Um, if you want to learn more about Monica, um, I've put her website links in the description, uh, but it's monicavrablova.com and mv-inspire.com. Um, she helps people by inspiring them with real stories from real people Um, and she's got quite a nice uh, Instagram uh, channel as well uh, with lots of inspiring quotes and things on there so uh, it's well worth checking that out Um, anyway so that's basically the introduction to this podcast I hope you really enjoy it it's um, uh, yeah it was it's quite a personal experience uh, doing this conversation but uh, I thought it'd be well worth it for anybody listening to my podcast so I hope you enjoy Thanks so much. Bye for now.
1: Hello, everyone. So we are live today and I'm going to be talking to John Denley and we are going to be discussing um, DNA. I call it DNA because it states depression and anxiety. And I'm not sure how about you, but lately there have been many people struggling with depression and anxiety and I feel it's the topic that should be discussed a little bit more and it should be given some options for those people that are struggling or have experienced it, what to do next, how to get out of it. And obviously because both of us have experienced pretty much both. Yeah, then, nice one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, of course. So I think, firstly, we should probably clarify the difference between the two. And uh, you stated it quite nicely, so I'm going to let you describe.
0: Okay, yeah. Describe. I've, had, I've had a few people uh, say that it's quite surprising when I describe it, um, the way I look at it anyway. Uh, and the way I look at it is that, the way it is really, is that when you're struggling with depression, you tend to spend a little bit too much time looking at your past. The things that happen in your past uh, then make you worried about things that might happen in the future, and that's where anxiety lives. So anxiety lives in the future, when you're worrying about something that might happen at some point in the future, uh, and so you're, you're anxious about something that might, might or might not happen in the future. And the reason that you're anxious about something in the future is because you've had an experience in the past that is then making you think that, some, that, that either that's something or something like that might happen again in the future.
1: So it's the personal experience that we experience that's stuck in our minds yeah. and in our body that we are afraid of experiencing yeah. again, isn't and it, it?
0: Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily have to have been something that you've experienced. It might be something you've seen Yes, um, as well. So if you watch a movie about uh, an air crash, for example, that might make you anxious about flying in an aircraft. Uh,
1: that is actually very true, and I have to say that's why I was so afraid of flying. As right. I, yes. Yeah. I watched all those movies that, you know, the, the planes crashed and everything. Final Destination is the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, it's that seriously. And I remember <laughs> the first time when I was meant to get on the plane. Yeah. I literally was stood there. It's like in the movie, you know, sort of trying to make a step onto the plane yeah. and feeling so, am I gonna get to the other end yeah. alive? Yeah. So and,
0: and the key thing there is to is to not look at the potential bad things that could happen, but look at the opposite and all the good things that do happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the millions and millions of maybe not millions per day, but certainly thousands, thousands and thousands of aircraft that take off and land every single day yeah. without any trouble whatsoever. Yeah. and then you hear about one aircraft that crashes and you go, "Oh my God." I'm really worried about my aircraft crashing. It's like, well, yeah, that's one out of hundreds of thousands. I think there's some, some statistic or something that, that it's been years or something. Or the yeah. percentage of, of deaths on an aircraft is something ridiculous compared to, I mean, even something like a swimming pool, it for is, example. Or, <laughs> or driving a car. Or isn't a car. It? Yeah. Or even or crossing in, the road. Crossing the road, yeah, yeah.
1: It's kind of like the law of attraction if you think it, it you might attract right. exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: oh, oh, we, we get some people watching. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Great. Yeah. Hello, Give us some hearts one. and stuff if you, Hi, if you like what we're talking about. Um, so, um, basically the depression is sort of being stuck in the past yeah, and yeah. having bad experiences in the past. Yeah. So how could we define it a little bit more?
0: Well, I mean, the people who are struggling with depression will tend to spend too much time thinking about stuff in their past as well. Um, and rumination is a classic, um, uh, part of that process mm-hmm. where they think to themselves, Oh, I wish I'd done something different. How could I have, have reworded that and so forth? Um, but spending sort of
1: worrying about what they have done in the past and
0: yeah. although they
1: cannot change it, it is yeah. in the past and it's still sitting at the back of their mind yeah. sort of reminding them oh yeah. you did that. And,
0: and the key thing is that you can't change anything in the past. No. Everything that's gone is gone. You can't do anything about that. All you can do is potentially plan for stuff that's happening in the future. Yeah. But even if you're doing that you're only planning for a possible future because Absolutely. things can change as well. Yeah. Uh, and all you really have is the right now, the, mom- the, the exactly. moment right now which so, is...
1: I think it comes to the point where people need to accept that the past cannot be changed. Yeah. It cannot be adjusted. Yeah. They just need to come in terms. It happened. It happened. Yeah. The lesson have been learned yeah. and we just need to move forward yeah, and I mean, make sure that we live in the present moment yeah. without worrying about the past and what happened.
0: Yeah. Of course, you can learn from the mistakes of your past. So things that have happened, you can go, oh, well, I... Like, if that situation happens again in the future, I could handle it better. Yes. But the, the the danger is spending too much time thinking about how you could have handled it better or how you could have done it better. You can just go, well, I would have just done it differently, or I could have done this instead, and then mm-hmm. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's dangerous with people who are struggling with depression is telling people the story of the past as well. So the more times you repeat the story of the negative stuff in your in your in your past, what happens inside your brain is your brain goes, oh, you, you're trying to remember that, so I'm going to store that more fixed in your brain yes um and it'll tend right whereas what you really want to do is you want to focus on all the good stuff that happened in the past so that your brain remembers all the good stuff and yeah. kind of forgets and ignores all the, all the yeah, bad stuff exactly um, but let's
1: talk about um how we really feel when we are depressed sure because i think it's quite important sometimes people have been experiencing certain situations feelings throughout their body and mind yeah but they I'm not sure how to address it. You know what it is, why they've been feeling the way they've been feeling. Yeah. So how was it? Tell me how was it with you when you felt depressed.
0: Oh well, yeah, and, I, and I, I the book that I haven't quite written yet, which will eventually be written. <laughs> That's okay. Um, uh, is I I talk about how it's it's usually a slow process um, when you fall into depression, and so even if you've had a significant bad ex- bad experience. Um, initially it's just a, a low feeling uh, but then over time it gets worse so for me it was very very slow it was over many years and I didn't realize what was going on um, and the way I describe it in the book is like if you're on um, if you see a fresh fresh snow snowfall and you decide you want to go out and do some sledging or, or, mm-hmm. or um, playing in the snow yeah. and you go up and down the, the slate a few times and eventually the snow is compacted down it turns into ice and it starts getting slippery and it starts getting difficult to get back up to the top of the slope. Yeah. Um, and other people have noticed this and they've gone off to play in some fresh snow somewhere else. And, and then you've kind of suddenly found yourself left alone at the bottom of the slope. And You think, where's all my friends gone? Why, why am I suddenly at the bottom of the slope? And then you try try climbing up the slope but it's now really, really slippery so it's really hard for you to get back up to the top um so you're not experiencing the highs and lows of life which is what it is when you're playing on the snow and you're going up to the top and you're having a run down you think, yeah this is kind of yeah. fun you Since now, balance, you're it's now bad. stuck at the bottom yeah. and you can't get back up to the top Yeah. Uh, and you start getting tired and you decide you're going to sit down and just have a rest and then you start getting cold and it gets difficult for you to get back up again so that's when depression gets really really hard and you get kind of stuck in this morose feeling and you do then feel like you don't want to do the things that you enjoy you start not going out you start not eating the right foods you, you start, start doubting about yourself questioning yeah, everything all the things that you should be doing to get yourself out you yeah. stop doing them because you can't be bothered and you feel like yeah. you it's yep. going to help.
1: i think to some extent you sort of lose the energy of doing things yeah but we need to be doing things in order to keep the energy level right. up right? and the sort of happy adrenaline sort yeah. of going through our body, which yeah. is what... what.
0: Yeah. And that's when it becomes really difficult when you're struggling with depression because you yeah. don't have the energy to be able to put the energy in to have to do something that is yeah. energetic. Yeah. Um, and 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 in, in, in the way I... Sometimes, because I have, I have a lot of conflict with people saying that whether or not you should take antidepressants and so forth. I was going to talk about that yeah. because
1: I think it's a, it's a... Tricky subject, really. I yeah. think when people choose to go to get some help and some, um, antidepressants, yeah. it's quite bad, but also, what the, it, it, it's a drug. Yeah. It's a drug that helps you to sort of cope with their state of mind right. at that point, at that moment. But the problem is it's only for a certain amount of right, time. Right. And then it's really close to becoming addicted to it yeah. because of the feeling that it creates within the body. Yeah, I
0: mean, the way I describe that, which then ties in with the story I just told you about that, is like if the doctor comes to the top of the slope and throws you a rope down and then pulls you up the slippery slope to the top of the slope. And then you suddenly feel like, oh, great, fantastic, I'm feeling okay again, but I don't want to let go of this rope now because I don't want to slip down the slope again. So then you tie the rope around your waist and you tie it to a nearby tree and think, right, now I'm safe. But now, of course, it's exactly the same before. Is you're, you're stuck at the top of the slope now. So you can't now experience sliding down and having the fun because you're now stuck at this one level uh, mm-hmm. and you can't move on. Yeah. And, of course, that's, that's the point at which you need to start thinking to yourself, OK, well, now I'm stable. Now I can make sensible decisions in my head again. What could I be doing to learn how to cope on the snow and on the slippery slopes so that I don't have don't slip down that slight slope we get stuck at the bottom how can I decide yeah. to choose to go and play on fresh snow instead of on the icy snow yeah. for example
1: I think this is one way of dealing with it I think this is one way uh, that people can choose to go through but I actually when I felt um depressed
2: mm-hmm.
1: I recognized the changes within my body
2: yeah. I
1: recognized the thoughts that I was having mm-hmm. and I recognized how um, my daily habits daily routines have changed yeah and how i became a uh, sort of a victim of my own b- yeah. bad habits yeah. you know that i've created and um i don't some people might be really on that journey that they recognize it they know that this is happening but don't know what to do and i think this is why we are here really to encourage them to basically
0: Talk. you can get up
1: you yeah. can get up You can take your own life into your own hands. Mm -hmm. And yes, talking is definitely one way of helping. Because by uh, releasing the feelings and having someone to share it with, that will not judge you, that will not look at you through the fingers. You yeah. know, that will listen
0: yeah.
1: and understand how you're feeling. Yeah. That is definitely one way of healing.
0: Yeah, and, and they can help you see what you're not doing as well. That's yeah. the other thing. Because from the outside, it's from, from the inside, you can get stuck inside your own head. Absolutely. And it becomes very difficult then to make sensible decisions yes. and recognize what's been going on in your life. Whereas a third party who's not feeling the way you're feeling can look at you and go, Hey, well you used to do you know dancing this or you used, that, um, you, you used to go out and you used to paint. It, exactly. Why aren't you painting anymore? You know, that yes, kind of stuff. Yes. Um, why don't you go to uh, church anymore or whatever it is that is that you used to do that was fun? In fact, when I'm talking to people, but one of the first questions I always ask them is, So what did you use? no, so what do you do for fun for yourself? And typically the answer is, well, I used to do something else. Um, but so I can't, changed? and I say, well, so what's changed? Why are you not doing that anymore? Oh, well, life is too busy and you know, the children and this. And all that
1: I kind think stuff. that's, yeah, oh, so
0: why don't you start doing that again? Yeah. The fun stuff that you yeah. used to do,
1: yeah. So. But also, when you mention children, you know, I think especially with mums, it's quite yeah. difficult and tricky because mm-hmm. obviously, today only has 24 hours, so we need to be planning the 24 hours carefully. Right. And when you have children, you have to look after them, you have to take care right. of themselves. But I believe that you know first we need to look after ourselves. Yeah. Because it is important in order to be well, yeah. then you can look after others. Absolutely. In in its best way, yeah. especially to be the greatest example to our children. Right. Parents need to be
0: taking care of themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and in fact, in fact, coming back to what you were saying before about where well, we we're talking about the aircraft and about getting on aircraft. Yeah. Of course, when you get on an aircraft, the first thing they tell you is if the oxygen mask comes down you put your own on first yeah and then absolutely. you put your children's yes, on because exactly. if you're dead you can't help your children anymore yeah. and it's the same in life as well if you're not if you're if you're unhealthy and you're struggling with your own health and your own mental well-being you then can't look after your children properly so exactly um, and like you said you, you need to set an example for your children as well so yes
1: you do um, and um I, th- I think with the depression it is really it sucks you in and it likes holding you back yeah but it all comes down to your own habits and decisions because it is very easy to sort of um, have a lion in bed in the morning. Yeah. Come on, who doesn't like it? Okay. <laughs> Just sort of cuddling in that warm bed yeah. under the blanket, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody likes that. Yeah. But that... It's exactly what the depression and the state of mind that comes with it yeah. needs. Yeah. That lazy body and mind, yeah. that laziness that comes with it. And then it starts hitting you. Yeah. Then you start questioning, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. Oh, life is too busy. Yeah. The day has got 24 yeah. hours. It's not enough. And all these questions that keep popping into your head yeah. and everything. But in order to break that, you have to get up and do something about right. it.
0: Uh, you just need to be careful about saying it's lazy not getting out of bed because obviously that yeah it's it's a laziness that does that but it's the people who are not getting out of bed are not lazy <laughs> their their depression is causing them to not yeah, want to get out of bed so yeah so, yeah
1: for sure um, so in order to really face it yeah and do something about it yeah. what do they have to do
0: take action get out, <laughs> get out of bed exactly yeah yeah but it can be just a really small thing so. Um, again, obviously every person is different as to where they're struggling and what, what they want to go with. Absolutely. It's but very for, individual. For, for, for one person, it might just be as much as getting out of bed, having a shower, washing your teeth and getting dressed. That, that could be the first massive step for them. And if you just do that consistently for three or four days in a row, then that suddenly becomes, um, a big achievement every single day. And then you start feeling, oh, well, okay, well, now I've managed to do that. I've normalized getting out of bed and, and having a shower, washing my teeth and getting dressed. So now maybe I can do one more thing. Maybe I can now go and step outside my front door. And look at the trees and the birds and so forth. So then you do that for a few days, and then yeah, maybe then maybe you walk around the block, and, and it just yeah. becomes baby steps, baby steps, baby yeah, steps. With yeah. repetition, step repetition step, yeah. that, that helps you get to make the steps in the right direction. Yeah, so.
1: Exactly. And as you said, everybody is different, so different things will work for different people. Right. Yeah. Because for me, what I found is um, in the mornings I like getting my stretching done.
2: Yeah.
1: I like doing a little bit of meditation, yeah. and that sort of starts with the slowly w- waking up the body and mm-hmm. mind and getting ready. For the day. Right, right. You know? yeah, yeah. So that that's what's been helping me. But some people might prefer to just get up, get dressed, and go for a run. Yeah. You know, because that gets their body moving and
0: faster. Yeah. 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 Yes, I, mean, exactly. I, I certainly find that if I don't if I don't do something almost sharp and shock in the morning, mm-hmm. um, then it's all too easy for me just to fall asleep. And I tried meditating uh, in the mornings and I just tend to fall straight back to sleep again. I can't I can't <laughs> I kinda <can't laughs> need to get my body going first yes, before yeah. I can do the meditation. Again,
1: it's not <laughs> <so> nervous, <laughs> <is> it? <laughs>
0: No, exactly, yeah. Yes. But it also depends on how you, how, how well your brain is, is, how strong your brain is as well, how strong mm-hmm. your mind is. Uh, and obviously you're in a position right now where your mind is strong enough to be able to say, I'm going to get out of bed and do this thing. Um, but back when you were struggling... It, it took a, a while, it, really it does take a while, <laughs> I'm not
1: going to lie, it is true, it's basically practice act after practice, practice after practice, yeah, yeah. because practice makes perfection, and uh, yes, unless it becomes a, bug, a habit, a daily habit, yeah. then you're not going to commit, and I believe in the rule of seven, really, okay. if if you reach the point where you've repeated it seven times, then that's an achievement, that's one week only. And then it's just much easier to keep on top of it.
0: You want to repeat that seven yeah. seven times? Yeah, that'd yeah. be even better. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how much that works. I what yes. seven sevens? Four forty nine, isn't it? Forty nine days. That probably works nicely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm the wrong. more the better you feel, and for that better feeling, yeah. I think anything that makes you feel good is definitely worth trying.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. if
1: it doesn't serve you, if it doesn't make you feel good, then you know there is obviously something to be done about probably it. Not, yeah. And I was gonna, uh, I was gonna talk about um sort of health issues when it comes to yeah. different depres- depression because um obviously our body is communicating with us all the time yeah and uh did you have any sort of health issues when you were struggling uh,
0: i didn't notice anything no um i mean i've always out uh, healthy and interestingly when i when i wrote my my 15 pillars which is part of my program um actually i only wrote 14 originally and I'm, and I'm and i was showing it to somebody and somebody said well why isn't food on here and i thought oh that's a good point i never thought about that because i've I've never not out at healthy food. So it's never, it's never been a, an occurrence to me that eating healthy food is important to some people. And then obviously somebody pointed that out to me. So, um, uh, so yes, yeah, so I, I never noticed any health, health issues. Um, mostly for me, it was just the, the effort of, of doing things that was, mm-hmm. that was a struggle. And, and my depression actually came from anxiety, weirdly enough. So although we were saying before about depression leads to anxiety, it was anxiety,
1: um, sort of. It, it was, really, yeah, it was, well, 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 it was. it
0: was. It yeah. was things that had happened in my past that were causing me anxiety in the future.
2: Yes, of course. And then
0: I went into a low thing, a low, a low feeling about about this stuff that I was worrying about the future, which then fed into. So why is why am I scared of stuff in the future? And then I started looking back and going, oh, it's because of this, this, and this. This is so how was I'm it sort of that.
1: related to some kind of limited beliefs.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, for times. me, yeah, for me, well, for me, it was, um, I'd struggled with, uh, social situations. Um, I'd never quite understood it. And it's, and it's funny because I, and this is kind of where we were talking about talking to somebody, uh, uh, is important because I didn't realize that I was different from other people. So when I was seeing other people in social situations being more confident and being able to do things, I could never understand why that wasn't working for me. And I'd see people being invited to parties and being invited out for, to the pub and stuff. And I was thinking, so why, do, why do I get not, not invited to, the, to these things? Um, and I couldn't work out what it was um, until much, much later anyway. Um, but, uh, but that started getting to me inside. Um, so that, that's where... So that's you started
1: sort of being anxious about the future, that this would repeat. Yeah,
0: then, well, well, that well that... for me, it was actually... I mean, it, it manifested itself mostly in talking to attractive girls, so girls I was attracted to. Um, and, and I was trying to talk to, to attractive girls in, in pubs and clubs and so forth. Uh, and because I was so anxious about talking to them, uh, because I'd been rejected so many times in the past and all of that came about because I was being too forward too quickly. Mm. So I wasn't being sort of all hold back and flirtatious. It was like, really interested. So not like straight away.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I got so many rejections that I then went into every interaction Kind of half expecting the rejection and having that desperation, and so then I was just getting more and more rejections the whole time uh, and because of that, um, I was then really really scared of going to talk to a girl and I got to the point where I' would go into a bar and I see a girl I was attracted to and I would stand there thinking to myself, well if I go and talk to her, then she's going to reject me anyway so there's no point in going over and talking to her mm, okay and and so that's that's what that's where it all, all went wrong for me so
1: yeah so maybe there are some men out there who feel the same way
0: quite probably what
1: would you say how did you overcome that because now you don't have a problem talking to the girls
0: so. uh yeah, i have no problem talking to them but uh, i'm still i still struggle with, uh, with taking it any further than being friends and talking to people but uh, that's a whole different sure, but, but you know
1: <laughs> sort of um i think it's 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 the case of um being sort of yourself
0: yeah not well, trying
1: to be pretending to be someone else yeah so again sort of accept, accepting that you are different yeah I'm yeah. different too so,
0: <laughs> well I, I, I mean the way I gave it came I actually went up to London um to to go on a course uh, about how to how to be better with girls um, yeah. and part the first part of that course was a thing called destroying an, approach anxiety which was an NLP technique and it was all looking back at to why you've got these belief patterns inside <laughs> your head and how you've become programmed to believe that a girl's not going to be interested in talking to you. And so I broke that, that, that pattern down. Um, and then the next part of that was learning how to have a conversation. Um, so the advice you were saying to other men was, for me, was learning that when I go and have a conversation with a girl, if I'm not expecting any results from that conversation other than to make them smile and, and ideally laugh. If I can make them laugh, even better. Um, but if I can at least make them smile and then walk away having made, having improved their life during the conversation that we've had, yeah. that's, all, that's all that I need to worry about. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I was focusing on. I was making on, making sure that I enhanced their experience of talking to me every time I was talking to them um and usually that was complimentary and, and making them feel good yeah. about themselves and that kind of stuff and yeah, so that was really good so and then also listening way. i was going to say the other thing that's really important is listening as well because that's the other technique they taught us as well was not just trying to think of something to say constantly yeah. because when we're having a conversation yeah
1: we are filling in the gaps
0: yeah and we're always yeah. waiting for the other person to stop yeah. talking
1: yeah so and, that we can say something and
0: we're trying to remember the thing that we're Oh, I've got this really cool thing I want to ask. So I'll wait for them to stop talking, and then I'll ask the question. But then you go, well, that question has got no relevance to the conversation we were just having. So it's much better to listen to the girl and then react to something they're saying. Yeah, that's really interesting. Tell me more about that. But I think
1: that's not only about the girls. I think it's about the boys as well. It depends on the individual, really. Right. Sort of. I think listening is the key, really, because if you are already thinking in your head what you want to say. To what the person is saying. Yeah. You are not really listening carefully to what they really no, mean. Exactly. And you know, this is where it can go wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, but, this it's, it, but this is like a circle, you know, because this is how we've been sort of um, learned to communicate, yeah. you know. But sometimes taking a step back and yeah. just holding a space being in silence. And then interacting means that you've actually taken on board what well, the saying. person is saying, yeah, yeah, exactly. yes, exactly, but I think you know these days there is a massive uh, pressure from the society as mm. well, you know, especially when it comes to an individual feeling um, sort of completely um, in peace and in home from within. Mm yeah accepting who they are you know where yeah. they are what they have yeah it's just constantly uh sort of wanting more yeah i think as human beings in the 20, living in the 21st century it has become really challenging to see everything that's around yeah see all the glamorous um magazines and especially social media social media has been although we are using it
0: social media here facebook you're (laughs) you're looking at us sitting in this beautiful home (laughs) absolutely
1: but it you know it is it depends how you use it yeah we are we we are using it for the for a good cause okay we are trying to pass a message we are trying to help and and the reason why is because actually social media has become the worst enemy of us human beings i Mm. believe in that Mm. because it's it's really tricky to be in peace with your life yeah. and yourself yeah. when you look at Instagram yeah. and all those perfect pictures yeah. edited, yeah. pre-edited, well, whatever.
0: I, 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 yeah, I was going to take, take, take issue to a certain extent with what you're saying about it's, the, it's, the, it's a, a bad thing in society because obviously there's a huge amount of good that comes from social media Absolutely. and that yeah. as well. Um, but what you're right is, is when you're looking at other people and seeing their perfect lives and you're thinking, well, they're perfect and my life is really rubbish... But and then we were having this conversation earlier today about how um, the thing is that you're sitting there in your rubbish life and on and you're posting onto post, onto onto Facebook, Facebook and Instagram all the best bits of your life as well. So the other person that you're looking at that's that's that, that's uh, that you're perceiving as having this perfect life, they're probably looking at your life and going. Oh my gosh, that person's perfect. They've got a fantastic life. I get this loads because I get loads of people saying to me, "God, John, how can you?" In fact, I had it this morning. My friend, uh, friend Mark, sent me a message saying, "How can you do all the things that you do, John, with uh, with your life in the in the way it is at the moment?" And I was just like, "Well, I, I just make I, I make it possible to do these things. So I look for ways of achieving them. And actually, again, you probably only see the best bits. Um, I mean, I mean, Saturday was a classic example. I went, I was in the Forest of Dean with a with a bunch of people. And I went out for a short run, um, and eventually ended up at the top of Simmons Yacht. And so I was posting photographs of me at the top of Simmons Yacht with all this beautiful scenery and all beautiful. That was just amazing at the top there. But of course, what you hadn't seen is the struggles of getting to the bottom of Simmons Yacht and me getting really worried about. Not having enough water because I hadn't taken any water with me, Absolutely. and not being able to afford to buy anything when I got to the bottom, and then having to climb up this massive steep hill to get to the top of the summit. Yeah, then nobody saw any of that. They just Absolutely. saw me standing at the top of this beautiful thing. Going, oh, that's what it's we fantastic. are doing
1: these days, isn't it? We are trying to um, show ourselves yeah. in its best picture. Best light. Yeah. But that's where we struggle. Yeah. Because where is the truth? Yeah. If you are not really in peace as I say Yeah. if there are things that are going on in your life if you experience feelings that are not quite right yeah. then what's the point of posting any sort of good pictures or anything else
0: well, <laughs> it's really,
1: it's 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 it's, a fa- it's a, I think a, it's I think it's balance. really I think it's a really fake um sort of life that someone can live. Yeah, and I think it's about getting out of it and being real and yeah. living in the present moment. Well, I think it's, I
0: think it's worth doing to post posting a bit of a balance. So when you are feeling bad, you know, put some stuff about how you're feeling bad as well, because then at least you're giving people an insight into the the real you and not the fake you.
1: I've written a list. What we really want when we are feeling depressed or anxious, okay. We do want to see the light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and that is really hard to see when you are feeling low. Yeah, that yeah. is really hard to see. We do want to feel better. We do want to stop our thoughts because the thoughts affect our body and it stops us from doing things.
0: Plus, I'll stop our negative thoughts. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, we want to stop worrying because worrying brings more worrying. And we want to stop feeling lonely and lost Yeah.
2: because
1: that's what it feels like. Yeah. You just feel that you're the only one in the world when that is just not true. And the thing is that even if you haven't experienced it, then um, for sure there is someone around you who have. Yeah. And you never know when you've got the power to actually change their life and say something that might actually lit that little bulb up yeah. and give them a, give them a mo- motivation to do something about their
0: life. Help them find their fire. <laughs> exactly, exactly,
1: and uh what we want to do, uh what we want when we are feeling uh, depressed and anxious, we want to find the reason to live, because yeah. I think when it gets really bad, people are struggling, yeah. and there have been, I think it was a couple of months ago, when three
0: people took their own life. Well, two that I knew, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean,
1: obviously, across the globe, there are more and more, but it's it's just... I actually listened to one of the talks this morning, and that was quite interesting. There was a guy who was talking about his depression, states of mind, and he said he really decided to go for it. He really decided he was going to end his life. And what he did, he called his mum, and because he wanted to hear her for the last time. But his mum was actually an expert in mental health, mm-hmm. so the so how he spoke and within the language, she picked up that there was something wrong. And actually her talking to him, she made him to change his mind. Yeah. And I think it's very important that how we look at other people, you know, how we sort of take their behaviors, you know, if it's, I don't know, somebody gets upset very easily, you know, and it sort of can be pr- frustrating. Yeah. yeah. But you just never know what that person has, have, ex- has experienced. Yeah. In, like yesterday or right. even in the morning. Right. So I think it's very important.
0: Yeah, and to, and to, to, to give support to that person as well. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the time, if somebody's saying they're feeling a little bit depressed, the natural inclination is saying, oh, what have you got to be depressed about? Or, or, or your, your life is so, is so great. Or, 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 or comparing your own life with their life as well. But you don't know what the struggles are. You haven't walked in their shoes. You said something uh, earlier on again yeah, about, yeah. about um, that that person has never, has not walked your, your life no. in your shoes up to that point. Um, so, therefore, they've got no right to tell you what your life is like or how you're feeling.
2: Exactly. Um,
0: and that's where you, you just need to hold space for that person and allow them to 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 say what they need to say.
1: And that's when it comes to listening
2: again.
0: Yes, exactly. It's... Yeah, back to the listening thing again. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. We, we focused on depression. And I realized that we've, we've, not, we've not dealt with uh, anxiety too much. But I just wanted to say here that all of this stuff is all about how you're feeling right now. And, and all that anxiety stuff in the future comes um, from, from how you're, you're feeling, feeling right, now. right now exactly yeah, yeah and,
2: and the experience because if you're
0: effect. if you're happy and you're joyful and you're enjoying life then you're not going to worry so much about the things yeah. in the future so because
1: the, because you get excited about yeah. the future
0: yeah yeah which, because that which is, comes on to, oh no yes, was, that, was exactly. that what you said earlier or no <laughs> of the things you don't want something you do want no you were saying about excitement earlier on um about how um Oh no, it was about the exercise thing, wasn't it? I think I can't remember what we were talking about yes. anyway, but it was, yeah. it was about feeling excitement about doing something that was fun. And yes. actually, actually, it's an interesting point actually, because I picked up on something the other day that someone had said, well, which was that excitement and anxiety are actually really, really closely, close together. And a lot of the time when people talk about feeling anxious about something, actually all they're really doing is feeling excited about it. Mm-hmm. And if they were to change the words and just say, hey, rather than I'm really anxious about this thing or I'm really fearful I'm of this thing, just say I'm really yeah. excited about this new thing that I'm going to try and do. I'm really excited about jumping out of an airplane or, <laughs> rather than I'm really really anxious about it or I'm really fearful about jumping out of an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can just be really excited about it instead and choose to be excited rather than anxious about
1: something. It is about making a choice. Yeah, everything yeah.
0: comes down to choices. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we choose
1: to be scared. We yeah. choose to be excited. Yeah, yeah We choose comes-
0: to get out of bed or stay in bed. <laughs> exactly that, that is a
1: very good point yes um but talking about what we want and what we don't want when we um are yeah. depressed or anxious what we don't want is we don't want to see people we don't want to be with anyone
2: yeah
1: um we don't want to do anything because yeah. it sort of keeps you small keeps you sad keeps yeah, you moody safe. it just yeah it, it keeps you there yeah, yeah. Locked. well you
0: think it keeps you safe that's what it is. Yes, exactly. You're thinking, if I don't yes. go out and don't do anything, yes. then I'm safe. But, but actually, what you're doing is you're self-destroying yourself. Then. Exactly.
1: Okay. But but that's letting it to run our life.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And that is not the way forward. Yeah. We also feel like we don't want to wake up in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, yes, when it gets to the worst, we don't feel like living.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that, that, sure. is,
1: that is quite bad. But all of these that I've mentioned are exactly things that needs to be done in order to make a change
0: yeah to make a difference yes yeah
1: yes because we need each other it's yeah, like do. you and i we've been talking a lot and that's yeah. why i decided to do this live yeah. because yeah. it's there is so much to be shared so sure. much to kind of pass on and make sure that people know that they're not by themselves because yeah. many more those that even don't talk about it have experienced it have been feeling that way but I think it's about addressing it yeah. making sure that we can name it yeah and then we can do something about it sure
0: yeah I mean, I mean there's two things I picked up from that right away is when we're talking about people who we've known who, who have committed suicide uh, I've had I think I think four maybe more I don't know in my life friends of mine like people who I've properly known who have committed suicide and in all of those cases I had no idea that they were feeling down or low in any way, shape, or form. And obviously, more recent ones are even worse. Now I actually deal with this stuff, and I've come through it myself. I really feel like I should have been—I could have been able to help those people if only they'd spoken to me about it and talked about it. Now I might not have been able to help them, so we shouldn't—we shouldn't—we should, should be careful not to beat ourselves up about it. You,
1: you, no, you can't you might help, not everyone, be able to help everyone. But if you just put that little seed into their brain yeah. that you know you are here and you are here to listen yeah. and help, and... Yes
0: and allow them allow them some space to, exactly. to feel how they exactly. want to feel and then help them move forward yeah. and actually that brings us back to the something you were saying earlier as well about um, letting the that negative voices inside your mind control your life rather than you choosing to control that um, there's a guy on on Facebook called Richard Wilkins who does a really really cool thing about this um, and I know my friend Ian Daniel has been on his yeah. course uh, he calls it the, uh, the script and he kind of has it as a, as a piece of paper and he sort of says this is the script that's running your life uh, and you need to kind of put this script down or, or rewrite your own script. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, I'm sure he describes it much better than I do in that yes. respect. But he, he likes to have this, this, this kind of script that's running your life. Um, and until you recognize that you have this script and you can you can choose to put it down, you can choose not to listen to it anymore, um, and you can rewrite your own, you can choose to rewrite your own script, um, then you, you, you need to be able to recognize that that's the thing that you can then control and and have choices about.
1: And the thing is, everybody is in charge of their own life yeah everybody is 100 percent in charge of their own yeah. body what you put in yeah. what you do with it right. how you behave and also everybody is in charge of the way they speak with others
0: um. Yeah. Yeah. What We're you just, say to other people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And how you, and how you feel about other people, what they say to you as well. Yeah. Cause that's really important. Cause a lot of people, in fact, I had this this morning. This is why, I, cause it's funny. Cause we, I, I was feeling a little bit down this morning and, um, uh, and Monica lifted me up very nicely. Thank you very much. And my <laughs> friend no. Kylie did as well. Don't forget Kylie. Um, and, uh, yeah. And that was because of something that somebody had said to me on Facebook and I suddenly felt, Oh God, that really, that really kind of hurt me inside, but. It then turned out, of course, that it was my reaction to what they'd said that really was the problem. Yeah. Um, and you, you pointed out, I said, "Well, what they said is probably true, and that's why it hurt you so much."
2: It and always. And I thought about it, has...
0: and I thought, "I'm not, I'm not sure if strictly speaking was true, but it certainly hit a nerve, um, without a doubt." So. Um,
1: there's yeah. always if it if it hurts if it really gets you deep in yeah, there, yeah, yeah. then it's, it's almost, meaningful to There's an element you. of truth to Absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it might not
0: be the words that they specifically said. Yes. That are true, yes. but underlying under, underlying that, or some, some truth that you're taking, something you're taking on board is is the yes. is the pain that you're feeling. Yes. Um, so yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: okay, so to uh, coming back to the uh, depression and anxiety, sure, um, it's um, I'm thinking how we can really encourage people to step out, good point, and talk about it, and yep. mainly do something about it. Cause I think number one step is to, um, recognize it. Yeah. You do need to recognize that you're, you're experiencing these feelings yeah. and, and then asking for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help no. because by talking, you're releasing it, you're letting it out. Don't hold it in because it will show somewhere yeah. further down the line. And, um, it's what I've watched also earlier is a stress really comes in waves. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's up to us how we maintain our energy level up so that we can cope with it better. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. store inside of our bodies. Yeah. Because if we don't throughout the long term, the stress builds up in the body. It creates some kind of illness or Mm -hmm. disease. And then disease, disease. Disease, And then we are really surprised why these things have been happening. And it's, it's, you know, it can be in families, friends, relationships. Yeah children everything yeah you know. in
0: fact again coming back to a point we were making earlier on and reminded me what you were just saying then about the, the ups and downs of life um, I, I went to a talk with uh, with Tony Robbins um, uh, back in 2016 mm-hmm. so actually, it was one of those moments that really um, made me recognize something um, uh, yes. uh, in myself and he was what he, what he basically said is if you're if you're living your life at this sort of energy level here, and when you're feeling down, it goes down to, to, well, say, let's say to here. Um, then this is, this is the, 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 operating, your operating wavelength, I suppose, of your life, you know, up and this is down. This is up and this is down. Um, or maybe up a little bit, but whatever. And he said, why not just choose to raise your standard so that your, your standard normal operating system is up here? So then when you feel down, you're coming down to where you were yes. at a normal, you know, yeah. so, so if you're, if you're feeling, this is normal feeling and this is down. Um, And if you just raise the whole lot so that normal is here and then this is down, and you're operating now at a down level, which is the same as what you were living at as yes. a normal level. Yes.
1: So. so in between that top line, I think there are some changes that need to be implemented, implemented into our daily lives. Yeah. In order to keep that high standard.
0: To, re- to raise your yes. your personal energy levels on a daily basis. Yeah.
1: I personally believe that food is number one. <laughs> <laughs> we, had an argument
0: <laughs> we had a discussion about this yes, earlier.
2: We
1: had a discussion about earlier. Yes, And uh, I believe that what we eat really affects our moods and our uh, energy level yeah. dramatically yeah.
0: and don't get me wrong I'm not disagreeing with that I'm just not sure it's number one <laughs> okay yes,
1: fine but um, talking about the food I have to say um, if you're like me um, me that used to be uh, I loved sweet I loved chocolate I loved caramel and any kind of sweet yeah. and basically my body was operating on that sugar level mm-hmm. but what happened I experienced sort of like really waves of mood swings yeah every single day, throughout the day, many many times and I thought this is not normal, why am I feeling once I could climb the mountain or you know jump somewhere and then i'm feeling like you know covering in bed and hiding from the world yeah and i have to say the sugar really made a yeah. difference it's the so. way your
0: body converts that sugar and, and uses Absolutely. that sugar during the day isn't it yeah if you talk to any nutritionist i have a great fantastic talk i can't remember her name about about sugar levels and she was yeah. talking about how it's processed and throughout the day and it's just amazing to read um, how, how that works
1: but saying that i have to say with um our amazing advertising system it is really hard oh, to resist. Yeah, yeah. It is whatever those companies know what they're doing. They exactly know how to get everybody's unconscious mind to buy the product that they want them to for buy. Sure. Absolutely. You can see it everywhere. You can hear it on the radio. You can see it on the TV, billboards, everything. Yeah. So I have to say it helped me because I am now, I'm, I, I didn't eat sugar for nine days. Why? Um, and that was really amazing. Then I sort of slipped, about I had only a little bit. And now I'm on day three again. Wow. And I know I do want to maintain it because it really makes me feel much better. It, it just, you know, the, the body yeah. feels great. My thinking is um, better as well. But I have to say what helped me was not to listen to news, not to watch TV, yeah. not to listen to the radio, yeah, yeah. and I'm ignoring the adverts that what are should, around what, me.
0: What should, and if should. I could
1: put carrots on every single advert <laughs> throughout Cheltenham, then I would, trust me. Yeah,
0: watch, you've got to watch the inputs as well, for sure. Yes. Because I mean, that comes back to um, uh, that, that little inner voice that's inside your head. And, and when we were talking before about repeating stuff. Yes. Um, so if you hear a bit of bad news and then you start telling people the bad news, it kind of makes it feel like you're, making you're your brain, it. it makes your brain think that it's a really important thing. Yeah. And, return, and, and again, if you watch the news, it's always about something bad that's happened. So in fact, like, well, like I said earlier about the aircraft thing, we, we never hear stories of aircraft that landed successfully every single day. We only ever hear of the yeah. aircraft that crashes. Yeah. Um, the, so the news... They, they they flash but that they up. They don't say, "Oh, fantastic breaking news!" Um, <laughs> Three hundred people survived a flight <laughs> to Florida last week.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, I mean, imagine landed. how many successful yeah. flights there are. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody would be them. happy to fly. In fact,
0: in fact, if you go to Heathrow, if you if you actually stand next to Heath or actually any any of your your local airports that you, anywhere near where you live, yes. and just stand there and watch the number of planes that just come in and land with yeah. no issue whatsoever. we
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> should be we should be putting these on news. Right? Yeah be like good news yeah. literally on the tv okay an hour of good news
0: Six thousand flights landed successfully <laughs> today and
1: these are real numbers <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so that, that, that's amazing 20 but
0: million people drove along the motorway today and didn't die <laughs>
2: <laughs> i
1: like that idea there is something to be done but anyway so talking about the food i think that's one i think exercising and yeah. looking after our bodies yeah because the truth is that really, we only get yeah one body for our whole life. yeah. And the way we look after it now yeah. is how it's going to serve us long term.
2: I go along well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's been getting much better because I've read the statistics yeah. a little bit that you know, these days people are living longer, yeah. which is amazing. And that is literally because of the changes they've yeah. made to yeah. their lifestyle. Talk about the exercise.
0: So, so, actually, I have a lower back uh, strain that happened to me in two thousand in uh, nineteen ninety, early nineteen nineties, anyway. Uh, and I, sh- I should be doing stretches every day um, to, to alleviate that and, and prevent it happening in the future. If I don't do those exercises every day, eventually my back, my back will pop out, and and, and suddenly I, I won't be able to move very much. Uh, and then it'll take me a couple of weeks to to get back into being able to move properly again um but what i do know is that if i regularly do these these exercises then i i don't have a problem at all um and so that's sort of a preventative thing to stop me from having a problem in the future um, Absolutely. And, it, and it would be the same for anybody really is if you can keep your level of fitness up then um, it's going to prevent all sorts of other problems uh, later yeah. on in life plus of course it's the same exactly. thing is the more exercise you do because i mean people get fat because they're basically just not exercising enough and they're eating too much food i mean obviously there's there's lots there are others, of details involved like, in yes, exactly. that. But essentially, on the whole, you're eating more calories than you're burning. I mean, I, when I walked across Spain in 2016, um, I didn't realize it, but I, I managed to lose two and a half stone in weight uh, mm-hmm. over 40 mm-hmm. days. Yeah. Uh, and because I was, my, my exercise levels were significantly higher than they normally were, and I was actually eating a lot less than I normally was mm-hmm. um, because I was only eating one meal a day, a you know, light breakfast and, a, and an evening meal, and no lunch at all. Um, and I was walking fifteen miles a day, and, and as a result, I lost two and a half stone in weight. So
2: yeah. you know, the,
0: the the maths works out. Um, yes. <laughs> obviously, there are other factors. So um, absolutely, so,
1: but there is definitely, but there is definitely aspect to it where people need to find their own balance. Yeah, their what own suits levels. them. Yes, exactly. And how it uh, balances with their metabolism and yeah. food and energy and everything else. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think I think it's definitely important, and I think. Um, Food and exercise are definitely number one.
0: They're up there. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Absolutely. So the argument we were having earlier on was was whether or not food and exercise is is kind of number one in maintaining uh, mental wellness, essentially, is what we were talking about. And I was saying that actually, I think it's probably more important that you understand that you've got that voice inside your head so that you can start to make choices about your life. So for me, I think that's more important. It's more important to understand that you've got the voice in your head so that then you can allow yourself to choose to have the right foods and do the exercises and get out of bed and so forth so that was my debate about that that side of things so um, okay but, but I think, it's
1: definitely the voice that we all have in our head right yeah yeah um because that that sort of runs our life but yeah. it's about how we manage it how we how we train it to uh do you things we really want yeah. to do rather than the things that it tells us to do right. that are not good for right, us right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. And and I think everything should start with looking after ourselves and our well-being. Yeah. Because that's how you can look after others. Right.
0: right. So don't don't disagree with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: We, we could debate this for ages. Thank but, that, you. but they're all they're all important. This is why when for my fifteen pillars, it's it's fifteen pillars. That's why there's fifteen things in that in that awesome. list of things that, that you okay. should be doing every single day. Yeah. Um to to help you improve. And and then one of the things I said earlier today again was um the more often you do these things, the better you're gonna feel um whereas if you don't do one of them very much like like when i was we were talking earlier about having fun if you're yeah. not doing activities that are making you feel good about your exactly. life then your whole life is going to feel empty exactly. and like you're not doing yeah. anything useful now okay. but what 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 constitutes fun well that's different for every single person i is. actually posted on on the the four uh, end facebook community uh, a little while back and i said what do you do for fun and i must have had 70 80 different answers I mean there were variations on a few of them but it was huge variety because I was trying to work out you know what what I could recommend to people to do for fun and it was impossible because you know some people like team sports some people like doing stuff on their own some people like exercise some people like music some people like going to the movies some people like going to the theater it was just impossible but (laughs) I I
1: really think I've got an idea about arranging sort of like um come and play in the park you know and I think who doesn't like playing I mean you know when (laughs) when we were children we played yeah everybody plays everybody like likes playing and now when we became adults we are just Becoming too serious, you know, we care too much about what other people yeah. think about think us. Yeah, we too scared you know? to have Yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. And that, that, that's also where the anxiety comes from. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we are all human beings. Yeah. We have all the same rights, regardless of gender, yeah. regardless of color True. and everything. No matter where we live, we all live on one home, and that's a planet Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know we are all equal. So I I think just come and play would be a great way of getting people that's an, that's an interesting to, point. to kind of get moving. You know to just have fun yeah. without worrying about what's going to happen yeah. because that's all you're going to come and do. And that's a
0: really good point about your um, uh, what you were saying. Well, yeah, when we were children, we didn't worry about. We just used to play and have fun. So this was what we, a little bit what we were talking about earlier on about about how we get programmed by. Uh, our teachers our parents our friends, friends and, boys, and potentially re- religious with. leaders if they're a yes. place as well, about about what's allowed and what's not allowed i mean the classic story we was said about says don't talk to strangers which is yeah. fantastic as a child rubbish as an adult yeah. <laughs> and and of course you've got this programmed into your mind that you shouldn't talk to strangers and then you become an adult and you're like oh well i'm not allowed to talk to strangers so this is this is you know this is a, a programmed thing i'm not allowed to do and when we were children, and the other thing about being the children and playing, like you we were talking about before, when children are playing, they don't care about something that's going to happen in the future. They're not worried about what's going to happen they tomorrow. Are in they don't worry about moment. what they did yesterday. They're just in Having that present the moment, enjoying that one it. thing. Yeah, yeah. they're being very yet. mindful about the yeah. moment that they're in. They just oh, I couldn't care less about care in the world, and they're just really enjoying it. And if we as adults, I was going to say humans there for a second, <laughs> as we have, if we as adults can can engender in, in, in a little bit more of that kind of playful. Living in the moment, mindfulness, um, then we can enjoy much better lives um, and much happier exactly, days. Happier exactly, days. So, exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And there's definitely no space for depression or anxiety in that no. world.
0: No. Well, again, well, as we started, this whole thing started off. What is is if we're in the moment, in mindful and enjoying right now, we're not worrying about what happened in our past, and we're not worrying about what might happen in the future. We're only worrying about right now, right here. Yes,
2: exactly. Um,
0: and uh, and it can just be a transformative kind of. Okay. M- uh, mental leap to uh, mm-hmm. to just enjoy the moment where you are right now yeah. I and mean, you were saying earlier about uh, enjoying what you have right now as well so um, that's really accepting important. that accepting. you know this
1: is what you have right now stop wanting more stop chasing more yeah. because we are in a constant hurry to get a better job get the better money get yeah. a better car and everything everything that you have is enough for you then you're the lucky like, the happiest right. person in the world.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. Because you
1: don't need more. And whatever comes is a benefit, is a gift. You know, it is what it is. But if if you think about it, right, living in the UK when we look around ourselves, yeah. what everything we have, we are so lucky blessed, yeah. and blessed that yeah. we do we I think the question really is, do we really need more? Or no. Or do we just want more?
0: Yeah. It's the
1: wanting thing. Yeah.
0: And actually, that was, a, that was a really interesting feeling that I got when I came back from the Camino. So I spent yeah. 40 days um, out in Spain walking 500 miles, carrying everything on my back. Yes. So uh, And of course, and, and during that walk, there were two times when I took stuff out of my pack and I said, I don't need these anymore. Put them in a box and sent them home. Yeah. Um, and I took six kilos out of my bag of stuff that I just didn't need. Yeah. And by the time I come to the end of the walk, I had two shirts. I'm going to say this is one of them, but it wasn't one. It's like, it was similar to this shirt. Um, I had two shirts, uh, one pair of trousers, uh, a pair of boots and, uh, and obviously some, some changes of socks and so forth. Yeah. Um, and not a lot else in my backpack. Um, and, and then when I came back to England and, and I, I came back to my, my regular room and I opened up my wardrobe and I'm looking at all these shirts and trousers and jackets and coats and I'm thinking, blimey, yeah. why have I got all this stuff? It's yeah. just like, it's just so much stuff. But and it's, it felt so weird coming back from this, such yeah, a minimal life I'd been living for 40 days yeah. to suddenly come back to all this stuff. And I just thought, I want to throw it all out. I want to get rid of all of this and just have like five shirts. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it really makes you realise that less is more.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. We don't
1: need so much. because We like, just need to be...
0: And actually, a friend of mine pointed this out to us, uh, made me recently sorry to interrupt you there. Uh, I'm not listening to you enough, am I? <laughs> um, was that um, all that clutter around me is actually almost cluttering at my mind as well.
1: And that is very true. Yeah, yeah. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. Because lately I've been feeling like going away into the woods, into yeah. the field, somewhere by the lake. Yeah. And just being
2: like... Quiet.
1: Yes, yeah. exactly. And without any people without any things just to kind of experience the stillness of, of this beautiful world and everything yeah. that we have around us that is literally available for yeah. us for free to just experience and feel totally. and I feel that that really helps you to bring the uh, mindfulness into the present yeah. moment and the appreciation of your everyday life <laughs> and those little things that really yeah. make you excited like yeah. you know even, even walking outside and seeing birds playing yeah you know, or or squirrels, yeah. you know, just jumping around. Look, looking up at the
0: trees in the wind. Exactly. Oh, and the clouds in the sky. Exactly. Those clouds can be so beautiful in the sky. We haven't had a lot of them in, uh, in England in the last few weeks. Yes. <laughs> it's been a lot of blue skies. But, but, but when is... the clouds are there, they're beautiful to look up at. So. Yes. And, and plus, it always helps you as well if you look, if you look up, because when you are depressed, actually, there's something we, we should have talked about before, really. But when you're depressed, you have a tendency to look down and inside. And, and not to and, see the world and around you. And not you. see a world yeah. around yeah. you. And yeah. just be oh, here in your tell you what the number of times you walk along the street and people are well obviously we all, we're we all like this now on our these phone support, days it so doesn't
1: help with um, the phones <laughs> but also people won't
0: say hello they will not looking in the eye and uh, yes. they just look down rather yes. than looking at the person yes. walking towards them it's like oh really just say hello to me i'm another human being connect there's hello there's <laughs> the
1: communication where it's going to be lacking as yeah. well you know challenge especially challenge for people watching for this
0: go along the street tomorrow and say hello to everybody you walk past
1: that would be amazing are you going to do it <laughs> I do.
0: I do it all the time. I don't always say hello to them because sometimes they look like they're going to hit you if you do say hello to them. But, uh, and also, of course, as a as a as a six foot seven man, it yeah. can in, in certain circumstances it can be a bit intimidating from walking yeah. past a girl and saying hello to them. Yeah. And I can see that sometimes you can sometimes see I can sometimes see girls crossing the road to try and avoid walking past me. And that's such a sad thing indictment of life. Men? But you can completely understand it. No, I don't think I've ever seen a man crossing the road to avoid, <laughs> me, despite the fact I'm, but, I'm huge. Yes. <laughs>
1: but talking about the phones and us, sort yeah. of looking. At the phones is is it's stopping us from living in the present moment yeah also because true. It, it, it's you are oh. constantly wiring your brain onto what is going on totally. on the phone you know checking somebody else's profile or checking your messages checking yeah. your email oh I've got to do this I've got to do that it's uh, basically a big struggle mm. and it, it affects your body because you know the, the you're getting sort of stuck here
2: yeah.
1: when the world happens around here Outside, and, you know yeah. when you feel like you can breathe and you can look around and just, just see it yeah, all yeah. and take it all in and actually
0: that's a good point as well because when you go out to, to dinner and, and social and you go to coffee shop yeah. And you see people sitting around the table, and they're all looking at their phones, and you're just like, what are, you, "What are you doing? You're, you're not even with you know the people that, you're no. with. You're with somebody else. Yeah. You're taking photographs of your of your food uh, and your coffees and stuff but to then, share it with everybody else, exactly. outside, which is fine, fair enough. I've no problems about that at all. But you know, do it quickly, and then spend time with the people that are actually with.
2: Exactly.
0: Um yeah, yeah. But that's
1: where the anxiety and depression comes from, too. Yeah. You know, trying to be somewhere Again. else rather than being right here right again now. again
0: you're showing the best part of your life here yeah, look at this fantastic coffee i was trying oh my god do you know it's funny because I, I posted a photograph a few actually probably about a year ago now um and it was it, it, it was some food that i'd eaten that was really good and i'd taken a few bites out of it and so i'd, I'd eaten a bit and uh, and then i took the photograph because then i took a photograph of it and i got so many comments from people saying Oh, well, you could have taken the photograph before you started eating it because it looks rubbish now you started eating. I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so you wanted me to stage my food so that it looked okay, and I'm like, "Wow, you're expecting that, that,
2: that, that, expecting
0: staged food yeah, rather than exactly this is really best. delicious. Take a photograph. Of this. this is really cool."
1: The yeah. expectations of other people, yeah, yeah. are because also pro- affecting our 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 behavior. Right. So right. we are trying to plan.
0: Yeah, because we because we've all been programmed that we should. We should show a perfect vision of our lives to everybody. And then that just feeds on this whole everybody's got a perfect life and my life's really rubbish kind of concept. The
1: truth is, nobody is perfect. No. And nothing is perfect. No. And we have our own faults. We have something to learn from each other about ourselves. But as long as it comes to acceptance and everything from within, that's when the life really... And love begins
0: absolutely and actually and actually that brings a really good point because you look at some of these uh like celebrities and famous people and stuff who have committed suicide i mean it hit me really really badly when the i can't remember his name now off the top of my head but it was the welsh football manager um committed suicide a few years ago um and um and it was and i was just like wow that guy has got a beautiful wife and children a beautiful home he's got a career he's famous He he was just on tv last night for crying out loud um, and and now he's committing suicide because something was wrong in his life that wasn't happy, and and yet from the outside we're all looking at it going, wow, you know he's got everything.
1: What we um, see, but that that brings us to the point that again we are all equal. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how famous you are. You are only a human being. That's true. Like I, give you that. everybody I wasn't sure where you were going with that for a minute. No, absolutely. <laughs> everybody is a human being. You know, yeah. No one should be judged. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much you have or how much you don't yeah. have. There is happiness for um, everyone. And we
0: all came from being helpless babies at one point. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. we didn't been have giving... a care in the world. <laughs>
1: yes. yes, exactly. And we've been given a gift of life. Yeah. So, you know, it's up to us how we handle it. But the, the point is... There is always help somewhere around us. And we need each other. Yes. We do need each other.
0: Yeah, find somebody you can talk to.
1: Absolutely. Don't hold it in. Don't feel that you are there on the journey by yourself because you are not. No. There are people that will help you. There are people that will listen to you. Yeah. And there is always something to look forward to for every And if you think there isn't,
0: come talk to me, or Monica. Absolutely. If you prefer talking to a lady, talk to there her. There will be, there will be links around.
1: at the end, so you can contact either of us, yeah. and it'll be our pleasure to help, because yeah. there is definitely the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. Okay.
0: Cool. Yeah, because we've both been through it, and we're now, now yes. at a place where, uh, I mean, we were, again, we were talking about this earlier, is that I had dark days, and even now I sometimes have dark days, but I now know that even if I've got a dark day, it's usually about 24 hours. I can re- I can completely reset my life in in about 24 hours just by doing all the things that I now teach other people to do. Absolutely. Because I now know how it is, how I can recover my life really quickly. Yes. Um, now, obviously, there's there's a whole bunch of of practice behind that. There's, there's, there there's, there's, it months doesn't and months take a night. Work. It
2: doesn't take a couple of hours. <laughs> but, absolutely.
0: No, but, but now I can, now I can reset myself really quickly because I put in all the work in the past. Yes. Uh, and yes. because I regularly top myself up, like we were talking about those little there's levels. maintaining before. it. Yeah. Now I don't mm-hmm. maintain it perhaps as much as I should. Yeah, maybe choices. Um, choices. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, priorities and all that kind of but stuff. But that's
1: why you've got friends around you, I like, uh, Right, good...
0: exactly. So when I was having a bad day today, and I have to be coming to see you, or I phoned phoned Kylie up earlier on, and I knew Kylie was going to lift me up, and she was brilliant. And uh, and then and then you helped me sort out the 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 technical problem that I was that I was wrestling with, I guess. Um, and that's so, and
1: that's what it is about. Yeah. So you're never alone. No, so I think I would like to leave you with a few thoughts,
0: good
1: and then. The rest is up to you. Number one, learn to accept yourself for who you are, where you are, whoever you have around you and whatever you have. Accept everything. Number two, look after yourself first. Then you can look after others but everything comes down to you. You will always be responsible for your own life only. Mm -hmm. And number three, talk about your feelings. No matter how deep they are, no, no matter how pointless they are, talk about them, let it out, um, find someone you trust and that is the process how you can start healing. Yeah. Okay, so this is it for today. I hope you could hear us. I hope you got something <laughs> out of it. We're going to check it as soon as yeah, we yeah. finish. But I would like to thank John. That thank you. Could.
0: Can I just add one to that as well? Absolutely. Because you've it? talked about it several times, but just didn't mention it in the three yeah. there, which was which which, which was choices. Um, you can choose your own feelings, your own thoughts, and and how you're going to live your life. So, and um, so all of those things. Yeah, accept it and uh, look after yourself. Absolutely. Um, talk about and it. Talk about your feelings. Absolutely. But, and make a but, choice. But make a choice to to, to change your life. And, to do something, uh, and do something about it. do something about it. Yeah, exactly. How For sure. Right,
1: thank you. No problem. Have Paul. a great day and enjoy every single day of your life. Totally. Take care.
0: Bye. <laughs> If you've been affected by anything in this podcast and you want to talk to somebody about it, please do come over to our Facebook group and discuss it over there or with one of the administrators of that group. Um, You can find the Facebook group by going to findyourfire.co.uk forward slash group. So that's findyourfire.co.uk forward slash group and join our Facebook group and you can chat there. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. I am, of course, John V. Denley, your mental fitness mentor, helping you find your fire by avoiding the negatives and staying focused on the positives. You can find me as John V. Denley on any social media platform, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube by searching for John V. Denley. That's J-O-H-N-V-D-E-N-L-E-Y. Until next time, remember to focus on the positives and keep smiling. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did making it, um, as I'm going to continue the the trend that I've started last podcast by adding songs to the end of my podcast. Uh, this time I'm actually going to add two songs. Uh, the first one is by a band called All Time Low and the song is Missing You. It's a little bit of a trigger song. It can sometimes be, um, it's a little bit about somebody who's uh, overcome some troubles uh, and might be worried about Uh, falling back into their old ways uh, and how actually they should find somebody to talk to um, to uh, try and help them to get through it Um, and how everybody's going to miss them if they do something silly and we don't want people to do something silly. Um, The second song is by uh, Rachel Platten and it's called Fight Song and uh, it's a great song about Um, finding your way to keep fighting, keep going on and uh, pushing forward if you feel like you're struggling. Um, I actually found some words that Rachel said about her own song and she said the following. When I wrote Fight Song I was in a particularly low point and I needed to remind myself not to give up and that I still believed in myself and that I still had fight left. Uh, And that's very, very true. She said she didn't intend to write Fight Song for the world to hear but she wrote it because she needed it. Um, and I think that can be very, uh, very um, apt for anyone listening to this podcast and uh, who has been uh, moved by the the contents of it. Um, and she said she wrote it because she needed a reminder that she needed hope, and that maybe there was a tiny place in her heart that believed that she could still happen. And uh, and obviously it did. I love these two songs. Uh, they, I mean, the first one, missing you, really makes me actually makes me cry almost every time I listen to it. Um, just thinking about all those people who are struggling. And then the second one really makes me, uh, lifts me up and makes me want to fight on uh, whenever I'm feeling bad. So that's why they're both on my um, State Changer playlist, which um, I really enjoy. So I hope you enjoy the songs as much as I do as well. And uh, take care and hopefully we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Remember, if you have been affected by anything in this podcast, please do come to our Facebook group and have a chat there either to us directly Um, as the administrators or just in the group itself. You can find that group at findyourfire.co.uk forward slash podcast. The link is in the description.